Hi loves and welcome back to another episode of Time for Tea. It is so good to be back again and sharing space again and I'm excited to see what unfolds in today's episode. So if you haven't already, I highly encourage you to get some tea on the go. I myself am drinking my beloved guide tea, which is a wild purple tea tree from Yunnan Sourcing, this company in China. And I have actually, for full transparency, recorded this episode several times over in the past week. And it started with um, with really hearing to speak the truth. and to share where I'm at on my own personal journey. And because I'm moving through a fair amount right now, I'm just being quite cautious is the word that comes to mind on what I share and what feels okay to share and what doesn't. So yeah, let's see what comes through. I think the one that feels most, easy to talk about is in some ways me and my journey coming back home. So since 2020 I have been a little uprooted if I'm being completely honest and if you follow me on Instagram you probably have witnessed that for yourself in that since COVID began I then have been on this major adventure and I haven't really landed somewhere fully in a long, long time since then. The most time I've been somewhere is probably about six months and um, and more than that, I haven't. And then I've been traveling and and then coming back and landing for six months and then traveling again. And so what I'm gonna share today is really this, really this like story about grounding and story about rooting. And it also feels quite linked to a story about the ego and about Saturn return. And so, I'm like, where do I even begin? (laughs) Yeah, that Sound of Music song, which begins with let's start at the very beginning, is coming into my head. So, it feels important to share that, you know, we all have our own journeys and whatever journey you've been on is okay and valid and and even if it doesn't make sense even if it's leading you back to the truth that you've always known it's just like not as linear as we think so the past two years have really been about me wanting to come home to find home, to find home, 
in Mexico to find home and that feeling of home. And I, I've been very like shuffling between when am I wanting to find home and it's so rooted in something outside of myself and and that like balance between while we're also wanting to find home inside of ourselves too. And so that's been a big part of the past two years. And I think the reason that this is coming up so much now is because, <laughs> spoiler alert, I am now back in London where all of this journey began and I've been so resistant to coming back. You know, London has not felt the easiest space for me. It is a place that has held a lot of memories that haven't felt so fun, haven't felt so great. And and I've also been very adamant the past year, especially, I am not coming back to London, never coming back to England. England has never felt like home. And I think it's wise to remember that when we use such strong language, such as always or never, that we forget the layers in between. And what happened when I went to New York recently was that the first day I arrived, I felt like I needed to come back to England. <laughs> you know, I just spent a month in Teposlan, which I loved, I still love so much. But as soon as I arrived in New York, I realized how much my body and my nervous system was needing familiarity and was needing grounding and was needing just, yeah, somewhere that I, could, I didn't have to, you know, be learning a, a new language and, and be adjusting a lot. And I say that with full acknowledgement that there's a lot of privilege in that, like to say, oh, you know, I really felt it was Teposlan and, and it was really like there were challenging aspects to it. And I think that's as well part of this theme about home is it's not going to be ideal. It's not this fantasy based on when I find home, it's all perfect and all good because we're still human and our stuff is still going to come with us on the journey whether that be so-called good stuff or so-called bad stuff or, you know, whatever. It's like we, we arrive in, in the fullness of who we are. It is not that we arrive at a certain place and then everything is magically always going to be okay. Hear that? Always? Yeah. Let me just pour another bowl. So... Yeah, I'd spent a month in Teposlan. And everything was really flowy. Everything felt really good. But as soon as I arrived in New York, my nervous system and my body were really speaking very loudly to me. Of how much, with, with some pieces I was moving through, and I'm still moving through, how much I was needing that kind of familiarity as, as basic as oh, I'm somewhere that I can hear the language and understand it immediately without thinking too much. So there was that taking place. 
and with that I I had some strong feelings about it I had I had a a, a lot of la- layers with my ego to work through what it meant to go back to London feelings of failure around it feelings of just really strong like oh no I definitely want to go back to Teppelslan <laughs> yet my body was saying something very different and what I ended up doing with the help of um, my somatic therapist was just staying in the unknown for a week or so and waiting for an answer to come up and that in itself was quite revolutionary normally I really like to know what's going on to know the plan and here I was in New York having no idea of what the plan fucking was (laughs) I was like Phoebe and friends being like I don't even have a plan and that's something I've been saying to some of my friends in the past um, few months when I come back to this of like I just don't have a plan and so I waited for the plan the plan to um, present itself knowing that I needed somewhere that I could be for a longer period of time than three months because in New York I couldn't be there for more than three months with visa stuff and I knew I wanted somewhere English speaking for a bit And so really that left me with England and all that England represented for me. And all that I had already said about England of I'm I'm not coming back, doesn't feel like home, all of those pieces. And I'm kind of smiling as I'm speaking this out loud because, because there's, you know, some childlike quality to that, you know. And I'm holding my inner child in that too. She didn't want to. Parts of myself didn't want to do this. But like I said, I sat in the unknown for a little bit. I, (laughs) you know, maybe slightly dramatically just lay down on this this piece of carpet where I was staying up in the Catskills. Uh, And in front of the fireplace with a beautiful fire going on and I just made it kind of packed with myself that I was just not going to stay in the unknown for as long as possible for as long until an answer actually presented itself and it did slowly start emerging and then one night I again was like okay we're just going to sit with the unknown and see what comes through and if nothing comes through then it's still unknown and I ended up hearing this part of me say really clearly and loudly, I want to go back to England. And so this is where I am. I landed yesterday morning and and I'm, and it's feeling, even though it's really frustrating to some parts of me, it's feeling like the best decision I could have made. I'm needing needing to root, I'm needing to ground, I'm needing to be in one place and and that's just the simple truth. I've been speaking about it for so long but to actually action that and take into account my body and my nervous system 
has been a journey. And it's not to say that all that traveling is now moot. All of it is now, was unnecessary or wasn't needed because I really do feel that it was all leading me to this point. I mean, how could it not be? And I think that's part of what we can forget as humans is that <laughs> things are not as linear as we think. And that whatever England represented to me as that I could find ways to make it work for me. And that I can find ways to work, make it work for me. And same with wherever you are. Same with whatever you're moving through, how can you find ways to make it work for you? I'm gonna pull another bowl of tea. This concept of home is always going to be layered because it's going to bring up our relationship with our original home, with where we grew up, how we grew up, whether we felt rooted there or not you know, all these different pieces. And so being as gentle as possible with that information. Like in the context of everything and what you've experienced, whatever you are feeling or, or how you are relating to something makes sense. I think that's important to share, like, your relationship to home and whatever way it shapes itself makes sense. I wonder if you heard that train rushing past. It's right behind um, where I'm staying, or near to where I'm staying. And um, it kind of feels symbolic in some ways. <laughs> On to the next chapter. On to the next piece of this story. So, I guess 
I'm trying to find a way to wrap this up neatly and see how how my story can apply to you too. The story of surrender, the story of being in the unknown, the story of homecoming. And finding a way for home to be in ourselves and outside of ourselves and finding a way to make whatever home you find yourself in work for you. And not just from a mind space and not just from a soul space, but also incorporating the body into it because that was a piece I was missing. You know, I really felt like and still do feel that Mexico on some deep intrinsic level really felt like home, like my soul's home, I keep referring to it as. But to include my body in that, in this current moment, yeah, my body was asking for something else. And to be adaptable to that, instead of fixed in, but this is what I thought and this is what I know. But to be fluid and malleable and in the face of it, in the face of change, kind of makes me think of a willow tree. Bending rather than breaking. And so it's brought up all of these different themes. And all of these different layers. <laughs> and the one that keeps coming to mind is this layer of frustration. Um, and this layer of... Well, I know this is, this is what is needed now. places, we can look for home in goals and achievements, we can look for home in so many things outside of ourselves, but there will come a point if it is too much in that direction where you're going to be asked to find home in inwards, to find it in the skin that you live, the bones that rest inside of you. At the same time as it's okay that we're gonna want home and connection and whatever home means to you outside of yourselves, outside of ourselves. So this is where I find myself. I find myself in London and it feels a little bit like back at square one. <laughs> Which um, I know is also just like a full circle moment because we can never really be back at a square one. I find myself again looking for a flat, but this time I'm gonna do it differently. This time I'm gonna find some roommates and um, 
I'm going to see what this next part of my journey unfolds and and I just wonder what new chapter is maybe emerging for you right now. Maybe it's not yet clear. Maybe it's still in the void, in the unknown. And if it is, then I encourage you to go back to one of my episodes on the unknown because that is maybe going to be more applicable to you right now. Resting in the unknown, being in the unknown. Because it's really only there that we then find that clarity that we're really looking for. Instead of rushing for the answer, pushing for the answer, being urgent with an answer coming in now. If we can rest a little longer, things become a bit more clear. So, I'm hoping that this serves in whatever way it needs to. I'm hoping you got some medicine out of this. My mind is like (laughs) unsure of how this might be medicinal, but I'm just going to trust that it is. And so until next week, I hope you take care of yourselves in whatever way feels manageable, feels accessible, feels available and with whatever you may be moving through and just recognizing that may we all kind of come home to ourselves in whatever way we can knowing that this is a lifelong journey speak to you next week and I'll bid you adieu right now.